Hey the one. Hey the one. <laughs> um, what's that one? Um, King Burger. It is. Uh huh. Bon yeah, Kui that Kui. one. Yeah, Bon Kui Kui sketch. Mm-hmm. If y'all don't know, y'all should know. Um, <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Sisterish with your girls. I'm Erica. Kayla. Um, and you know the deal. We're a podcast. We're really dedicated to being our full, authentic selves, hopefully encouraging you um, to be your full, authentic self as well. And so Kayla and I just chat about our life struggles as well as our successes, um, and we hope that it's encouraging you. And one thing that we hope to kind of just make this podcast into is where we are a full community of sharing our successes and our struggles so we can all learn from each other. And so Kayla and I would love to hear from you all. Um, if you have a question or you would have a, a concern you would like to chat about. One thing that I was thinking about, like we should totally have like a Instagram live where people can come onto our Instagram and like talk about their, you know, successes and their challenges, ask us a question and like we give like live feedback. Like, I think that that would be cool, but we have to have people who like <laughs> totally want to hear from us in order for <laughs> us to do that. So I think we'd give great advice. Um, and I think we have really great insights. I think that we're rational, logical individuals. And like, right. So yeah, let us know what you want to, if you want us to do that. And we'll. Our Instagram is sisterish underscore podcast. And um, that's where you can find us. You can also send us emails too, so we can answer emails here on the actual pod. Um, if you send an email to sisterishpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. All right. So um, how's it been going, Erica? Um, um, it's been going. It's been, it's, it's, it's been going. Um, basically, you know, I moved to Texas because it was supposed to be like a lower cost of living and like, what are they doing? They're like totally raising the cost of living and I'm not for it. Yeah. (laughs) And I, and I know it's the fault of peasants like myself who migrated from higher cost cities. So we are like getting that cash, making that dough, do what it do. Um, and they're like, well, let's raise it then. Like if they spend that money, we don't charge them that money. And so that's what my apartment complex is trying to do. They like are increasing my rent two hundred dollars, and um, apparently that's a two hundred dollars savings from what the market rate is actually, and it's all got me effed up. Okay, um, so long story short, I'm not doing it. Um, and so I was talking to my apartment, and I had to give them a sixty day written notice. That's all the email said was a sixty day written notice. They had some delays on their end, people being out of office and whatnot. Um, And so by the time that they got back to me, it was, what was it, two days after I should have given 60 days. So at this point, it's a 58-day notice. Um, I wrote an email. The email literally said, unfortunately, I will not be renewing my lease. Please let me know the move-out procedure. They responded and they were like, we're so sorry to see that you're going, you know, 
here's um, a form for you to fill out that has a required field of like your forwarding address. Please let us know what day you're gonna like actually turn in your keys. Um, we can schedule like a walkthrough. Like they actually said all of that stuff in this email. So here I am thinking like, okay, I'm Gucci, gave my little notice and um, I'm gonna hold off on this form until I know where I'm going. Um, I don't have a new place to live right now. I'm potentially homeless. So um, I was just like, they'll get that form when they get that form. So why did like nine days pass? And they were like, yo, what's up with this form? Um, we're going to assume you're going to do month to month. Um, and, you know, we'll start your month to month, you know, beginning the end date of your lease. And we'll, uh, if you do decide to actually leave, um, then you are responsible for the prorated month-to-month um, -month rate. The month-to-month -month rate, y'all, is like, I don't know, math, like $700 more than I would be paying. Crazy. Um, today. Yeah, ridiculous. And it's, what is that, like $400 more than um, the new rent that they were trying to get me to have, right? So Crazy. I'm just like, Okay, pause. Why would you first and foremost think, anyway, we'll get there. Um, so I went to the office and I was like, um, so I wasn't aware that this is like the official form. I just want to be sure. I got an email that was like, this is the official form that we need turned in. But this is the first time I'm hearing that this is like the official notice form that you need to submit. So can I send this in and like, can we backdate it from the day of like my email? Mind you, I didn't even fully get to ask the question. The man just stopped me and was like, that's our official form. You need that He form. was trying it, he was rude, okay. I literally was like, okay. I went straight to the printer, printed it out and provided it to someone else in the front office. There was another woman working. Um, I know she wasn't the, the actual like head honcho woman, um, so I was like, hey, when's old girl getting back from, or where is she? And she's like, she's on lunch. I talked to this girl. She's like, I'll, I'll share this information with, with the manager. I was like, okay, great. A couple hours go by. The actual manager gets back to me and they're like, uh, yeah, no, what we said is what we said. And so we can like backdate it to like Monday because it was like a Wednesday. So we can like only make you pay the prorated month to month rent you know, be, like starting back like Monday. So you'll save two days. And that's what she wrote me in an email. <sighs> Y'all know I was livid. Okay. I, I, I was not having it. I was not having it. Um, but I got myself together and walked to the office. I was like, hi, how are you? Good, good. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And um, you came in there, story. you came in there with a, you were really upset, but you were able to conceal it. Yeah, I went in there with like, I'm going to be firm, but I'm not going to raise my voice. Um, that's the energy I was giving. And so um, she was like, okay, yeah, this is the form that is our official notice. And I'm like, okay, um, that's fine. I can turn this in, but like, I don't have the information. So that's why I withheld it. So um, is there something we can do about the first when I gave an email? notice also there wasn't anything 
in like our previous, because we have been communicating because I was thinking about doing a one bedroom or what my options were. They were going to talk to their corporate to see if they could cut me another deal, if I did a longer term lease and all this jazz that we were going back and forth on. And nowhere in there did they say, if you decide to move out, you need this form. Um, and so I was like reading the chain to old girl. I was like, here's the whole chain. And I got to the part where I was like, I'm not renewing my lease. Please let me know the move out procedures. And she's like, yeah, I mean, we can't assume that you weren't going to like do the month to month. Assume. I'm That's like, the what, key do you, word. what do you, why would it be assum an assumption that I'm moving out? She was like, it would be us assuming because you didn't provide us like the day that you're leaving. So I'm like, I'm leaving the day that my lease ends. <laughs> like, yeah, can you literally I, sent an email. Is it an option to stay beyond my lease? Like, without communicating that to you? Um, and she was like, yeah, we don't require people to sign a month to month, like a new agreement. I'm like, so also so I was then, thinking like, so then I could the totally finesse them if I don't, if there's nothing for me to sign, how do you know that we're, that I'm agreeing that I will pay you X amount of money? Exactly. Like, there's no agreement. Why would I pay you like $1,900 for this rent when we didn't sign an agreement for that? I just continue at my same actual rent rate because we didn't agree on anything. Like we didn't sign anything. I'm I, to me, I'm in the same contract, even though technically it expired, but that's the last signed agreement. That's the one I'm going to go with. Um, so she was tripping on that. And, and then I was so like, stupid. why would I do the month to month rent? If the whole tr thread was like, I'm tripping about paying the 1555. Why would I pay the 1919? What, like, in what universe did that make sense? Like, oh, she's tripping about the 1555, so I guess she's cool with the month to month at the 1919. No. What? No. Anyway, help me understand. Help doesn't me make understand. Sense. It doesn't make sense. And I said, okay, besides that part, then what does it mean when I sent, you know, please provide me with the move out procedures? Like, that sentence, that, that sentence didn't mean that I'm moving out. And she was like, yeah, because um, we can't assume that that means, like, you she meant a specific trying. date. She was just trying you. you. What do you mean you can't assume that meant a specific date? It meant the date that my lease is over, because that's the only date that we should be talking about. Like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, you didn't tell us when specifically. And I'm like, okay. So she was like, yeah, so we didn't assume that you were going to move out. So I was like, it's interesting, because the response said we're sorry to see you go. Please let us know when you're going to hand in the keys. And she's like, oh, I could see how you think that we thought we were all on the same page by that message. Girl. Yeah. Girl. Yeah, we were all on the same page. You're, you're trying to, you're, you think that I'm dumb. You think that I must have had the same Texas education that you went through because you're clearly stupid. When someone says, I'm not going to be renewing my lease, please let me know the move out procedures. You're not going to assume they mean they're going to be here for a month to month. Like what, what, on what planet does that actually make any kind of sense? But luckily, I guess that email, good thing I have that email. That's why I always recommend people to communicate in an email form, send emails after you have live conversations, all that jazz. C-Y-A. Was that cover your behind? Okay, that's what that means. 
And so uh, that email ended up saving me. That email ended up being like the, oh, I guess, you know, because we didn't, we didn't attach this form, you know, beforehand. And, um, you know, we did say, we're sorry to see you go. Let us know when you turn in these keys. Like, y'all was playing me. Y'all was playing me. Right. Um, and so I'm so glad that, you know, they're going to turn my lease on my actual lease end date, which is perfect, amazing, because I'm not trying to pay any extra money to them, especially at a higher rate. Thank you. That's what's been happening in Erica's life. Yeah, they tried you, honestly. So I'm glad that, you know, you got it situated and now they're going to let you move out. So hopefully the drama will end there. The other crazy thing, the last thing I'll say is like, she was like, you know, some people come in here yelling and screaming and like, it doesn't really make me want to help them. And so I appreciate that you are staying calm. Which shows to me that they always be pulling this bullshit to people. Also true. Also true. So, yeah. Uh, Usually that's not my approach. You know, I am quick to go off on somebody, but I was, I've been trying to work on myself. I'm like, very stressed, very overwhelmed. Obviously, if y'all follow me on Instagram, I definitely did a mental health check-in and let y'all all know that I'd be going through it. Um, and so I was like, I just need to make sure that I'm giving my energy to the right places. And so I just didn't necessarily want to like, and I also wanted it to work out in my favor. Like I, I already know the stereotypes that exist. I already know how people feel about experiences. Like I just knew that that wasn't going to do anything great for me. Um, but we were definitely going down a road and I was getting quite snippy. Like she was like, do you want me to finish? I said, no, but you can definitely in, uh, contact your supervisor. You can contact the corporate office, whoever has the ability to make the right decision. <laughs> um, Good. But yeah. Anyway, so that's me. What's going on with you? Anything specific, anything you wanted to share? Um, honestly, this sounds terrible, but I'm like really trying to think about my life the past week. Um, you know, I'm just going to the chiropractor because, you know, I hurt my back and that's really Would you like to tell people how you hurt your back? Anything specific about that? Why, why your back broke? I fell, I fell down the stairs because they were wet and there was nothing to grab onto. It was just truly, I slipped down the stairs and I like literally rolled those stairs down. Like boom, 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 boom. Yeah, it hurt. I was crying. I was really crying. I was like sore to the touch, couldn't sit, couldn't stand. Like it was really bad, you know, and it's still, it's still recovering and it still hurts. So, you know, like sitting, standing, it's still not my favorite thing to do for a long time. Um, and yeah, but that's what happened. And first time I really hurt myself like that. And yeah, I am definitely someone who has never broken a bone and I just couldn't even imagine. I'm, I'm, I'm a queasy individual. I mean, I wasn't bleeding. I know, but I'm just imagining like if someone broke a bone, like what to see like your foot twisted a whole different direction. Like yeah. I don't like looking at that ish. To see my hands just like hanging off. Like, I know. Yeah. Well, you remember in college I hurt my ankle and like it swelled up so bad. Um, because it was like basically sprained and stuff. 
Yeah. You and your older sister with the sprained ankles. Yeah. Really. Although my left foot used to act up all the time, but that was because I found out that I was trans. I did a lot of walking downtown and every season change when I would go from like having more support in like my gym shoe or my boot um, to going into like flip flops my foot wouldn't be prepared to handle, I guess, the change. I don't know, maybe I got an old little ankle. <laughs> but my 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 foot would always act up like every April or every October, like when I changed my shoe. Hmm. Wild. So, yeah, they told me that, you know, I have like flat feet, which I didn't know. I was like, I thought I had an arch in there. And, you know, I'd be like, I, I got an arch. She's like, yeah, it you do. Enough. She's like, you do, but they're pretty flat. And I'm like, dang. So, yeah, just things about me. That's what's going on in my neck of the woods. Well, thanks for sharing. Trying to Perfect. get healed. Um, so. Speaking of healing. Yeah, we have another segment. Would you like to tell the people about it? Yeah, Not we have. We're going to go hop into something from the internet. We need a little cute little jingle or something. Something from the internet. Okay. Um, yeah. So basically, this is a video I saw on Instagram. Said embracing black culture. That's their handle. And it was like um, one of the slides because it was like a carousel post. And it was basically a slide of um, a video of a boy or a young man, I guess, and seeing his best friend for the first time since the year of 2018. And it was like, you know, they basically like met up and as a surprise because their moms like were like coordinating it. And they walked walked right by each other and didn't even realize that was the person. They like didn't even recognize their best friend. Um and you know, that kind of experience, you know, just that post alone, you know, brings us into our topic talking about. You, us. Can we talk about the actual video for a second before we introduce the topic? Like, what are your thoughts about the video? Like, could you, is that something that you think would happen to you? Like, is there someone that you haven't seen in a long time that even if you pass them, you wouldn't recognize them? Mm. Probably. I don't know anyone right now off the top of my head, but probably. Yeah. I think, you know, it's so interesting when like you can have like these close relationships with someone and then all of a sudden, like whatever happens that y'all aren't connected anymore. Yeah. Friends then, become like, strangers. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, and then like what was really like amazing about it was just like their embrace and stuff like after it's been so long right that they were like oh my gosh like in their excitement to see one another and like being happy to like reconnect and like I think that that's beautiful I I is there anyone in your life that you like want to see that you haven't seen in a really long time um yeah I'd say a couple of my friends that don't live here um that would be what I would say because yeah yeah. It, uh, yeah. I don't know if that's, if it's something that it stands to me, you know, I'd be isolating myself from people. Um, but I, I think 
I think it the video just reminds me that like it's it's beautiful to have that connection like I don't and we don't know their backstory whether they missed each other or didn't miss each other or like whatever it was like if they talked all the time and like this is their first time actually seeing each other like we we don't know a lot of that but like I'm just interested in like you know is there someone that I would see and embrace them like that that I hadn't seen in a long time and we'll definitely get there but go ahead introduce our main topic yeah so that video really made me think about you know having estranged family which is what we have so specifically you know this weekend um we went to a wedding for our cousin and in madison and it was interesting because it was like wow we're going to this we're going to a wedding to you know our cousin like our first cousin and literally haven't seen her in years like I almost want to say like a decade decade like or something like that if not but, well you and I I don't know because we did brunch um when she came into Chicago a couple years back right like yeah a handful of years so they've been together five years was that the story that they've been together for five years yeah, I think so and so I think okay so we saw her for like an hour or however long we did brunch um within the past five years I think they had been together maybe two or three years at that point but yeah it has been a forever since we've seen other people beyond you know her who was getting married like we have other cousins that we haven't seen like our one cousin we haven't seen him since we could literally hold him (laughs) and now he's what 20 yeah he's 20 so I'm like it has definitely been over a decade then if the last time we saw him he was like what three four maybe like yeah, Maximum. I mean, I feel like the last time we saw him was like 2005 or something. 2005, probably, for real, at a family reunion. Um, and that's crazy. And it's so interesting because that's like our um, dad's only sibling. He has a sister. And like, it's that family. And for them to be like three hours away, you know, before I moved, right, when we're, we're talking about in Chicago, like the, this whole time, they've only been like three hours away and we haven't seen them. And it's because our dad and our aunt are estranged. Like they don't talk. And like, I'm not going to get into the details of why they don't talk mostly because, you know, one, I respect my father's privacy. And two, I don't really know the full story. Like I don't really know exactly what led to them not talking. I know some of it. um, And that's even something that I learned recently. And um, like, there, it was a very long time before I even knew like what, what was happening. I just knew that they don't, he doesn't like her. (laughs) I don't know if he's still feels that way or if he's indifferent now, but there's been a lot of time that has passed and they never, you know, dealt with whatever it was that they, that caused the separation. So, um, I learned about it last year like with within the year like it hasn't even been a year that I've been out here and I didn't learn about it until I got out here so um yeah I'm not sure what caused the separation I'm not even sure why my father even started opening up about it because he's a very private person I feel like like he doesn't really share much he doesn't really talk much in general 
Um, so I'm wondering like what specifically led him to even like revisit these things. But I think as you're getting older, like I think that that is part of how some people get like changes of heart or, you know, they start having aha moments or moments where they realize, you know, things. So I'm wondering if it's like him getting older. I wonder if it has anything to do with us, you know, growing older and like him becoming less connected to us in regards like not seeing us every day not like you know as when you're a parent like you know everything about your child like because you have to be so involved because children are very dependent on the people that take care of them so like you go from you know being super involved and yes you know you know we he wasn't super involved the last like recent years but you know he at least had contact with a lot of us then Kristen moved out of state and then I moved out of state and now Kayla's out the house. And so it's just like, Hmm, is he getting lonely? Is he feeling like maybe I should start connecting to other family? Like me, like I'm wondering like what even caused, you know, that piece of the, um, of the situation. Um, and then also, you know, there's some other things that were going on with him. And like, I wonder if that was moments of realization um as well um but basically um i appreciate despite what our father and our aunt's relationship are or is um that our cousin still reached out and was like i want you to come to my wedding like yeah. despite that relationship she still really extended that olive branch and was like i hope you can make it would love to see you all totally that was really nice. Um, and, you know, I think it was just like one of those things where, you know, obviously it was kind of like, wow, you know, it honestly was a decision. You know, we had to make the decision to go. And because it was like, oh, I mean, you know, I think we all just have our own feelings about certain stuff. And then, we decided we as in you know our older sister was like you know what we're gonna go (laughs) how how did we come to that decision um we came to that decision because it was like we gotta put things like put our drama not it's not our drama you know like there's nothing like we're cool we're all chill you know so it's not there's no hate there's no like and like there's nothing so it's like let's just be cousins and just like do it you know and just let the adults in the situation like just do them and we don't have to like we're not responsible for what other people are doing we're only responsible mm-hmm. for ourselves yeah so that, i personally oh go ahead so like i i just was gonna say so yeah like that's kind of like where it of where it ended up where we were like yeah you know what we should go because you know I think it's also important that we see other members of the family like our grandparents and stuff you know mm-hmm. yeah I I do think that that was a big driver too it was like um for me it's like you know I, I, I always be saying like what is family <laughs> like yeah what we is say it? that all the time I'm like, what, what is it I don't I don't understand a concept because I don't have that experience of having at least what I think a family should be. And so to me, it was like, I want to have that. 
I, I want I want to experience that. I want to have that. And I think that this is a great way for us to start having that. And I'm very blessed. And I say all the time, I really appreciate having sisters because without y'all, I would really be feeling alone in this world. And like, I really don't know what I would do without your support and having y'all to love on me and for me to love on y'all. Like, I, I just, I have, I have no idea. So I appreciate, um, I appreciate y'all. And as I'm, you know, getting older, I just, I want more of that. Um, I don't have a lot of friends either for whatever reason. I'm phenomenal as a person. So everybody who doesn't like me is super whack, but, um, I, I don't, I don't have a lot of people. And so I'm just like, you know what? I, I want to connect. I want those connections. And so I wanted to go, you know, to, to, try and like save those to try and establish them honestly because it's been so long that they're like new connections so it's like you know you mentioned our grandparents like we don't see them often and we also don't know how long they're going to be around like they're aging and so um I wanted to make sure that we had opportunities to to see them like I just I don't want them to leave without us being able to connect or for them to not know us as adult beings so um, it was important for me, but I know that there was an internal struggle when it comes to like loyalty. Um, I know that there's an internal struggle when it comes to like, are you team? And I don't, I didn't feel the pressure from dad. Like I didn't get that from him. Um, but I just, I, maybe other people might have felt that kind of pressure to be like, if you don't show up, then you're not supporting your father. Right. And I, th I think that's the mentality that's like where, where it gets ugly, you know, like, it's like nobody is saying that, you know, they're not going to like, they're like giving up on their father or whoever, like, it's not even, it has nothing to do with them <laughs> at the end of the day. Like we're not going for, for him or for you know, we're going to celebrate a wedding. We're going to celebrate a union for our cousins because we were invited. Like, that's the bottom line. And that's what I think we had to, like, get past. Because we're not, it's not like, it was just, it's just stupid, honestly. So it's just like, let's just remember the reason why we're here. And let's not make your issues my issues, too. Mm -hmm. you know what I mean but at yeah. the same time obviously I understand like you know we I think don't question the loyalty because of course it's like we're at the end of the day we're also family but we also remember like you know who's like been down with us you know for so long so like of course we're going to stand up for what's right I mean, at the end of the day, if we would have gone to this wedding and God forbid, our is like acting like, crazy or something. Yeah, yeah, being reckless, talking about somebody, like just having an uncomfortable, like unnecessary conversation, unnecessary vibes. Then of course we'd be like, all right, calm down, because that's still our father. Like, uh, calm down. Like, we don't have to go here. This actually isn't even about him today. Like, it's about your daughter. <laughs> um, and so let's make sure that we are all in the right kind of space. So like, yeah, for sure. But like that didn't happen. Like when we saw our aunt, like, ah, oh, she, 
bawled her eyes out, almost had me going. Okay. I was like, stay cute. <laughs> okay. Cause, cause we did a lot to get here. Okay. What you not going to do. Okay. <laughs> End up ugly drop crying and like ruining the makeup that I surprisingly did. And still was the baddest bee up in that place. Okay. Um, besides the bride. Um, and so, <laughs> yeah. um, like, like for sure we, we would have had that conversation, but also avoided the conversation at the same time. Like, this is not what we want to do. This is not what it's about. So, um, but it didn't yeah. go that way. Right. Cause we're all adults. Like, let's just also be real. Like we're not here to be like petty. Yeah. So let's actually like take a step back, okay, broaden the topic. So that's a little tea from, you know, the Jenkins clan, but what is the definition? Would you like to tell Kayla what um, the definition of an estranged family is? Yes. So the definition of an estranged family is um, the loss of a previously existing relationship between family members through physical and or emotional distancing, often to the extent that there is negligible or no communication between the individuals involved for a prolonged period yeah so what has it been almost 30 years since they have spoken oh probably i don't know yeah because all i know is at their father's funeral something about that that's all i know and so i don't remember their father like I don't remember our grandfather like I'm 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 you like you were a baby baby so I think it's probably closer to how long you've been alive that they that that, that the passing happened so I'm like it I had to have been like three four five like I was a child I remember being very young I only have one memory of me like putting barrettes in his hair in his like little high top or low top, or I can't remember exactly how thick his hair was, but you know, it was a little hair. And I just remember sticking barrettes in there and standing on a chair, putting barrettes on his, on him and just like crawling all over him and like putting barrettes all over his head. That's like all I really remember about him. Um, That's my only memory. So I'm like, it had to have been 25 years minimally. Like, because they haven't spoken really since that. Like they might've talked a little bit past that, but then that's it. So that is definitely a prolonged period of time. And it's not just physical distance. Like, you know, they had already moved the three hours apart or whatever, um, but definitely emotional distancing. Like they don't even communicate. They're not tied up like emotionally. Like it was, I don't know if it was an easy decision for him to not be invited to this wedding, but it was definitely a decision that was made and stuck to. And it wasn't like a last minute, like, oh my gosh, you know, the girls are SVP'd. Maybe we should see if, you know, you know, uncle could come. No, I don't know if those conversations were had, but they didn't make it to the action part of actually inviting him. So, um, yeah, an exchange family is, there was a relationship and there ain't no mom. Yeah. So, do you ever think it's healthy to have like an estranged situation? I think honestly, it depends on with who, you know. Like it depends on the person and why you why you want to distance yourself from them. I mean, mm-hmm. if it, I think 
you know, with relationships, it's like, yeah, you know, that ex can stay all the way over there. Um, or it can be like, you know, maybe a friend that like, you guys just aren't on the same page anymore. It's like, yeah, let's, let's cut the ties. I mean, with family too, it's, I think, I think it depends on situation. Like it's not Mm -hmm. super healthy, but like sometimes you do need to distance yourself from people that like don't make you feel good. Yeah. I think it's appropriate in certain situations, just like you're saying, like if there was abuse, like let's say that your, you know, father was abusive or your grandfather, your uncle, your aunt, your nephew, your anybody in your family. Cause you're talking about families. Like if there was someone who was abusive to you, whether that was physically, obviously sexual, obviously like emotionally abusive. Like if there was any kind of abuse, financial abuse, even like, let's talk about Britney Spears. I think that she'll eventually be estranged from her family members because that was some kind of uh, abuse that she went through. They were definitely abusing their power um, and the situation you know, all those things. I I wouldn't fault Brittany if she never talks to her family ever again. Like, um, like there are situations that I think that is extremely appropriate and even healthy to remove yourself from those. And like, if you're going to get triggered, if, you know, you think that that cycle could potentially continue, you know, you'll be back in their little trenches, like for sure, keep yourself removed. Um, personally, I don't know if I will ever willingly um, have a relationship with certain people in our family, specifically one. I don't know if I will ever, like, dead serious, and you know who you are if you're listening, and if you're not listening and one of your other people are listening, then you all know who I'm talking about. Um, And if you ever listened to this podcast before, you already know who I'm talking about. If you haven't, go back and listen to almost any episode. I probably brought it up because I'm not here. (laughs) But I think that that's okay because there's a lot of like damage um, for me, trauma that I feel like I have gone through. Um, And sometimes, you know, when you have these estranged relationships, it can actually bring you peace. It can actually bring you comfort, some healing perhaps when you aren't around them because it was that unhealthy. And so I do definitely think that there are um, times and situations where it is appropriate to be estranged. Now, I would like to encourage people to have the conversation. Like if it wasn't like anything like extreme, like abuse, if you can have a conversation with them and try and like work things out, that for sure should be the first step. Like you shouldn't just immediately cut things off. Like my, myself, uh, I'm working on things, but like you should try to repair, like if it is possible to repair that relationship, you should repair it. Like, because at the end of the day, they are your family at the end of the day, you know, who knows what the reasons were, what the circumstances were that led to, you know, the hurt and the reason that you want to never speak to them again. But first I would encourage people to just like talk about it um, as like a first step. But if it's not something you could talk about and it's not something that from that conversation you feel comfortable seeing them again, then I think it's okay for you to be estranged. Okay. So when is it not okay? When you patty like me, 
<laughs> when you are being petty, when it is something that can easily be resolved, when it was something that was like a miscommunication or it was a smaller kind of disagreement or an argument or, you know, it just is not a, as big of a deal. It's not life or death. It's not like, you know, consistently triggering for you. It, it, it could have been hurtful and I'm not minimizing anything, but like, it could have been hurtful. You could have slept with somebody like, you, you, like, you know, your sister cousin, like your husband slept with your sister, that's some ratchet stuff. But like, it could have been something. <laughs> yeah, like at the end of the day, that's hurtful and you might need your time and that time might be years. But um, like, eventually, I think like maybe we can heal past that. I mean, that's kind of an intense situation, but like yeah. things that are like really minimal that like, through conversation, maybe a couple conversations, like you can overcome that. So I think in those kinds of situations, we can get past it. And I'm not sure what my dad's situation is specifically, specifically, but it seems like it was like a heat of the moment. It seems like it was like a something that was said that might not have been meant. Like, it seems like if we could move beyond our pride, our egos, and like, really know what their true intentions were when they were saying these things or doing these things, then I think that it is a, it is a salvageable situation and there's no need to have this prolonged emotional or physical distance. Totally. I agree with you. Cause yeah, it's, it's not, it's not okay. Like, especially with family, it's like, let's, let's just talk about it. And you know, as long as both people are willing to admit their wrongs and admit their faults and like, you know, acknowledge each side's doing, I think there's no reason why you can't come back together. So I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't consider myself estranged at this point because there's still some form of communication um but there's people that I'm not close to in my family um not the person I was just talking to but like other people um that I'm not close to and for me that would be that's unnecessary it's not necessary that that because of someone else's actions or how I feel about someone else in the family that I'm not talking to you and that's that's that to me would be a reason to to not be estranged from people like for us in the wedding example the wedding conversation like it wouldn't make sense for us as cousins to be estranged like why do we have to be estranged because of something that someone else was was dealing with or someone else's drama someone else's situation so right Mm -hmm. applying that to other family members um like there's no reason for me to be disconnected from them um, because of someone else, like that is not a good reason. And so I know that that's my own work that I'm working through. I'm trying to heal. I'm trying to get past that trauma. Um, but being estranged is not necessarily healthy, um, for these kinds of situations. Obviously the abuse and stuff like that is healthy because it does provide you peace and healing and things like that. But in the petty situations, like you're only maybe hurting yourself right? Like you're only experiencing loneliness because of yourself and your own pettiness, because your your own pride, your own ego. You're not having that support that you might desperately want and need, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so 
I think it can be harmful um, in those kinds of situations. Totally. So how do we like provide healing, I guess? Like how do we not continue the cycle? Mm-hmm. Y'all know I was throwing around that healing word this whole time. Um, and for <laughs> sure, I think it's definitely important to not continue the cycle. And the only way that that's going to happen is through healing. Like, 100%. Yeah. Again, the, co- the conversations, right? So hopefully you're having the conversations. Um, and that could be step one. But even if it doesn't go favorably, right? Even if it, that conversation doesn't end with like, oh my gosh, I realized all my wrongs and you are so right. I don't know what I was thinking, doing this whole time. I'm insane. Right. Even if those words are never said to you, you have to work on your own healing. Right. Um, we all need people. I was listening to something the other day and it was like, literally, we are people who need people. Like there is, there's like, unless you can make your own clothes, build the chair you're sitting on, provide the electricity, um, you know, cook your food. Like uh, uh, we all need someone else. Totally. Unless you are the master of all trades. Like you need other humans to help support your life. So um, like you, you, you can't just continue to live in this state of being un healed and thinking that you can't and don't need any connections. Um, and it's, it's not healthy to hold grudges. That's a lot of energy that you're using. Right. Like that's a lot of mental space that is being consumed. Um, it's not healthy to be above and beyond stubborn. Um, I, oh, I felt that in my spirit right there. <laughs> right. Because we know that you are do. I, I, I typically hold grudges. I'm typically a stubborn person and I'm, I definitely be those things. And it's sometimes to my detriment, you know, I'm hoping that there's things that I can work past so that it's not something that I'm like constantly having this extra armor on. That's like, I don't need nobody. I'm here. I'm, I'm good. I'm Gucci all myself. I, I just, I don't think that you know, I am the only individual on this planet who is going to look out for me. There are other people who are capable of doing that, that want to do that. And it's important to let people do that and not let like dumb stuff, pride, ego, those kinds of things get in your way. Um, I already talked about like, you know, again, just it's sometimes, again, it's healing through a conversation, through tears, like through listening like it's important to to get that healing right Ugh, I agree and it's hard though because like you know healing requires you to step out of your own way you know like you said like it's about you first of all being like just yeah step out of your own way and just being like ready and like in that space for you to be the bigger person, if that's what it calls for, or, you know, start the conversation, 
you know, really open up your ears to hear the other person's side and all that stuff. And like, not everybody can do that. Not everybody's ready for that. It takes time. But I think if you truly in your heart want to have these relationships and like that, that is like something that needs to happen in order for, you know, that to grow. And then we, we talk about not continuing the cycle, right? Like we talk about like, I don't, I, I think about like, there's life that our parents lived before we got here. And that is the lens and the knowledge that they have in their way of rearing us and raising us. And Mm -hmm. so what I don't want is to have children of my own potentially or a child because it's looking like one or none. Um, and (laughs) (laughs) And so I just don't want to pass down, you know, this loneliness that honestly that I'd be feeling like Mm -hmm. I don't want to pass down like us being by ourselves and not having this family connection like I'd be that's why I love watching cutesy stuff all the time on television I'd be so like oh this is my life like Mm -hmm. let's ignore what's actually happening in my life and I'm now in the television I am Rory Gilmore because that's better like I am the people in the TV show because that's better. And so I don't want my child to be like envious of fictional characters. Like I want them to be like, you know what? I have a great life. Like I, I'm, I know that I can rely on my parents and I have my, my cousins and my aunts and I have people and like going home. Is not miserable? Like, like I want them to be happy with the life that they have. And I know that, I can only do so much for them to get there, but I feel like I want to do as much as I can to make it so that it's easier or, or better. And I'm not saying that, oh, just because you have family, like you won't have any other problems, like for sure. <laughs> okay. You will have all the other problems. That's why this really sucks because I got family and I still got problems. So what it is. Um, so like, I just want to do my best for them. And so if you're not fully healed from some of these things, you can definitely pass it on. Um, and that's not good for anyone else. It's not even good for you. So totally. Well, yeah, strange family, Joe. Like that's what it is. That's what's up. Um, I hope that that helps someone. I hope that having the conversation or at least listening to us have the conversation encourages you to, you know, maybe have those conversations that you need with other individuals in your life that maybe are you're estranged from, or even though we were talking about family, like maybe you were thinking about like petty situations that are happening with your friends. Like maybe you were thinking about some of those um, with significant others and things like that, that you're like, it's time, it's time to heal and it's time to move on. Um, So (laughs) we, we hope that we encouraged you. Yeah. And we're going to wrap up the, this episode with our tip of the week. Yay. Okay. So this week's tip um, goes along with family. And what it is, is that we should know, know your family history. Um, And that can go, you know, for many different, you know, avenues. But in this particular one, I'm talking about know your, know your family health history. 
um, so that you know if there's any health issues that, you know, you should keep an eye out, you know, does, you know, diabetes run in the family, does heart disease, cancer, any type of like, you know, health issues that you could potentially, you know, carry and, you know, it could be hereditary, like definitely something to look out for and talk to your doctor about and just like be aware. Um, And if you don't know if anything like that runs in your family, then you should definitely start the conversation, kind of ask around, ask your parents, ask your grandparents, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, you know, see like what type of health issues people have, or if people have passed away, kind of find out why they passed away, you know? So just something to not be so, you know, morbid about it, but you know, it's real and you want to try to be as healthy as you can and, you know, do what you can for yourself and for your body. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to do it for you, do it for your kin. Like again, when you have children, you want to be able to equip them with everything that they need to know, or you want to be able to be like, you know what? Diabetes runs in my family. I'm not going to give you a cupcake every single day. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just, I'm not going to set you up for failure. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I put that sunscreen on you because we be getting skin cancer or whatever it is. Again, not to be morbid, but I mean, I, I think that's a super phenomenal tip. It's a another reason that you shouldn't be estranged from people because this is information that you need to know. Um, so <laughs> if you felt like we helped you out, definitely help us out by giving us a five-star rating. Um, don't give us nothing else but five stars. So if you don't feel like giving us five stars, don't rate us. Um, but you can share it, even if you're making fun of us. Even if you're like, these hoes, they stupid. They don't even know what they're talking about. They don't stop. They sound dumb. Share it because other people will be like, I want to see if that was a true opinion. And hopefully they disagree um, because we be knowing and we be smart and we cute too. So one of these days, we also going to get that YouTube video up. We ain't cute today. So it's not going to be this episode, but another one in the future, okay? Um, We love you. Keep living your authentic lives. Keep being true to yourself. And we will talk to you next week. Bye-bye.